We wish a Rafusha to all the Khalim and I particularly want to dedicate this Shia to our good friends, the Zeliga brothers, Danny and Ellie, and of course to my Mahutan Julian Sharman. Uh, we're now going to start the Shia, and the Shia starts on Lamad base Omadala. Rochus Lamad base Omadala. 15 lines down from where it gets wide. Okay, if you count 15 lines from where it gets wide, and it starts with the word Vayachal. It's the last word on the line after the double dot, Vayachal. Okay? Okay. All right, it's the last word on the line, Vayachal. After the double dot, that's where we're starting. Can I just have a show of hands if you've got the place? Okay, thank you very much. Now, the unwritten question in the Gomorrah is, why do we use the word Vayachal? Vayachal Moshe means Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu prayed. He doubled to Hashem that Kalal should be given, should be forgiven for the Chet HaEgel. But the normal word that one would expect to see here is Vayispalel. Vayispalel is the usual word for doubling. Why do we use the word Vayachal? And we have no less than six explanations regarding this. Omar Rabbi Eloza, says Rabbi Eloza, we start in the Gemara now. This teaches us that Moshe Rabbeinu stood, stood in front of Hashem until he persisted and pressed Hashem to such an extent that Hashem forgave Klal Yisrael. That's what Rashi says that the word Hechelohu means. It means he persisted and pressed. And because the word Hechelohu is similar to the word Vayachal, in as much that it's got a ches and a lamad in it. Therefore, that's the first explanation as to why we use the word vayachal. The second explanation, Rava, Rava Omar, Ad Shehefel Nidra. Moshe Rabbeinu persisted until he annulled Hashem's vow to destroy Yisrael. Where do we know that from? Kasiv Hacha, it is written here, vayachal, Oksiv Hosab, regarding the Nazorin, it is written, You should not break your word. The Omaman, we've learned, who ain't a mechol, avol acherim mechilin That the person who did, took the vow, he cannot break his word, but others can break it for him. And an example of this is if they find a Pesach, an opening, let me explain and give you a current example. Imagine if a person turned around and made a nado, made a vow, and he said, I am going to visit a person in the old age home every single week on Shabbos after doubling. And then comes along Corona. He can't do it, but he's made a nado. So he's going to be over a nado. So he goes either to a Chochem, or he goes to a, three laymen, 
And they say to him, had you known that Corona would come, would you have made such a nader? And he says, of course not. Obviously, I would not have made such a nader. And then they say, Mutalaf, Mutalaf, or Mutalaf, and they can annul his vow. So others can annul his vow, but not him. And here what we are saying is that it, it, Moshe Rabbeinu annulled the vow which Hashem had made to destroy Israel. And since the word for annulling is like Yachel Zavarah, which is similar to the word by Achal, again, it's got Aches Lamadin, therefore that's why we use here the word by Achal. Shmuel said, this is the third reason now why we use the word by Achal. Melamed teaches us, Shemosa Atma Lemisa Alehem, that he risked his life for their sake. That means much Rabbeinu risked his life for the sake of Klal Yisrael. Shenema, as it says in the Pesach, that you should forgive Klal Yisrael. Hello? Yeah, we're still that here. You should forgive Klal Yisrael for their sin. The im'ayin, if not, mecheni no wipe me out of your book. In other words, what he was saying, what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying was, that if, if you are going to wipe out Klal Yisrael, then I feel I do not want to live. And therefore, what Rashi explains, so what has this got to do with the word by Achal? So Rashi says, by Achal, loshen cholol. Cholol is a corpse, a dead person. So if he was prepared to give up his life for them, he would have been dead. Cholol is a corpse, which is similar to the word by Achal. We see from here that a true leader is somebody who feels such a responsibility for Kalal Yisrael, or for his people, that he feels if the people no longer exist, if they are going to be destroyed, he has no reason to live himself. And we find this idea about with Moshe Rabbeinu in another place. It says that the Basya Baspara came along, and Basya Baspara, she saw the cradle in the water, she opened up the cradle and she saw it was a baby, a tiny baby. But the crying was of a Nar, which is a much older child. So what does that mean? On the one hand, she opened up the cradle and it was a, there was a baby there, but the crying was the crying of a much older child. So the answer is, what is the difference between the crying of a child and the crying of an adult? The difference is that a child, a baby, will only cry for itself, whereas an adult will cry not only for himself, but for other people as well. Here, Moshe Rabbeinu, the crying was of a much older child because he was not only crying for himself, he was crying for all the other children, all the other boys who'd been thrown into the river and who would not survive. So we see already from when, he, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu was a tiny baby, he already had it in his DNA to care about Claudius Roll. Such a person is a true leader. The story is told of Moshe Feinstein who I believe was also called Moshe because he was born in the Zion Adar, which is the same date Moshe Rabbeinu was born. And when he got older, his grandchildren said that they will take the phone for people who phone up and ask Shabbos, 
And only if it's something is very, very difficult and they feel that they can't respond to, they will pass it on to a Moshe. One Friday afternoon, a lady phoned up and said, I would like to speak to Rabbi Moshe. So they turned around and said, well, what is your question? She said, I would like to know what time Shabbos is. So they turned around and said, well, if you don't mind me saying with all due respect, for that, you don't need to disturb Rabbi Moshe. For that, you can look it up in a calendar. So she says, well, it's funny you say that to me. Because for the last 25 years, I've been phoning Rav Moshe every single Friday afternoon and asking him what time Shabbos is, and he told me exactly what Shabbos is. This, again, is the value of a leader. Derek Agav, I just heard a shir recently talking about a controversial subject of garden minyonim and repesset minyonim going on in Eretz Israel, and he said that if somebody wants to do Galila, it comes next to the person who's doing Hapa. How do you do that? He said, the only way to do it is if he stands away and a nest happens to him, the same as that happened to Basia Basfara, that her hands extended. So then somebody asked, well, you can give it to, you can give it to a father and son and get round it that way. He said, okay. Okay, moving swiftly on to the next explanation of Vayachal. Omar Rabba, Omar Rabba Yitzhak, because Rabba in the name of Rabba Yitzhak, it teaches us that he calls the middle of Rachman, of mercy, to rest upon them, in other words, to take effect on them. And we have this, the word, Yochulu, in Shmuel, Yochulu Arash which means, may they come to rest upon the head of Yair. So, what was happening is that Moshe Rabbeinu, by his governing, caused the effect of mercy to come and rest upon them, and since the word hechalo, shehechalo aleim, is also similar to vayachal, that's another reason why we have vayachal. Rabbanon Amr, the rabbis say, melamet she'omah mashe lefnei kodesh baruchu, rebbeinu shalom, master of the universe. Cholin hu lachol. Cholin means sacrilege. Me'asais kadova hazeh, to do something like this. And the mashor explains, this is similar, it's alluding to the posseh in vayero, when Abraham is davening for the saving of Sodom and Amira, he says, Russia, a well-known posuk, which we say in Slichas, we say in Yom Kippur, it's sacrilege for you to do something like this, Lahomis Sadik in Russia. Because surely Abraham at that time thought there was still some Sadiqim in Sodom and Amira, so don't destroy it, because then why should the Sadiqim be destroyed because of the Rishon? And similarly here, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, not everybody took part in the Egel. There were plenty of people who didn't. So why kill out all of Chloe Israel because of those that did for the Egel? In other words, he's paralleling it to the situation which happens in Sodom and Amara. So again, Chulin Hulachor, or Chalil Hulachor, is again similar to the word Vayachal. And the final interpretation by how much as Panay Hashem, Tanya Rebeleza, Godolame Rebeleza says, Malamit Shaomad Mash Mitfilot, Ifnekunj Borko, Ad Shachalzatu Achilu. This teaches us that Mash Rabbeinu stood in Tfilot before Hashem until he was seized, until Achilu took over him. So, what is Achilu? Ask the Gemara, my Achilu, what is Achilu? Achilu, on Rebeleza, Rebeleza says, Eish Shalasonis, fire of the bone. 
Well, that doesn't help us. So the Gemara prompted to ask, my Eshel Atzomus, what is fire of the bone? On my fire, I says, Eshel de Garmi, again, bone fire, which means it's the fever, because Moshe Rabbeinu governed with such devotion and with such kavona and with such fervor that he got ill from it. And this illness was called Achilu. And Achilu is also similar. Cheslamud is similar to the word Vayachal. So just to review it again, six reasons why we say Vayachal, and let us sincerely hope that the next time we say Vayachal, which will be on Shiva Sabatamas, we will be back in Shul again. The first one is because Achahechalohu, he, he uh, Moshe Rabbeinu persisted and pressed Hashem. The second one was La Yachal Zavorah, because of Nadorin. The third one was Shemot Atma Lemisa Leem, because he gave up his life for it, and that is similar to the word Cholol. The fourth one is Shehechalot Aleem Midras Rachamim, he calls the Rachamim to rest upon them. The fifth one is Chulin Hu Lachor, Sacrilege Cholila Lachor. And the final one is called Achilu. He got an illness of Achilu because he doubled with such fervor. So those are the six reasons for Vayachal rather than the word Vayispale. Carrying on the Gemara. The Possek carries on. This is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem, still asking to be that uh, Yisrael should be saved. The Chai remember Lavram Yitzchak Yisrael and Yisrael Abazecha for the sake of Abram Yitzchak and Yaakov, your servants. Asher Nishpato Lahem Boch, to whom you swore Boch by yourself. Now this refers to in Parshas Vayera we have the Akedo, and in the Akedo Hashem says, "Be Nishpati No Hashem." In myself I swear, says Hashem. And he goes on and says, Because you did this thing of the you didn't hold back your child for your son from me, then I'm going to give you two brothers. I will bless you. Your children will be as many as the stars of the heaven and the sand of the sea. And the second thing is, your children will take over the land and will come to Eretz Canaan. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu made a promise, in myself, says Hashem, that because you have done this, because you've given up your youngest child, your child, therefore I promise that your descendants will be numerous and they will be let land and come come to the Eretz Canaan. So it says the Gemara, my Boch. What does it mean, Boch? In other words, why does Hashem say B? And similarly, why does it why does it say Boch here? He's asking, why does Hashem, why did you swear in your own name? Omar Rebeloza says Rebeloza, Omar Mashalifnegodish Baruch. Mashalifnegodish Baruch, Rebbeinish Ladon. Ilmole Nishmatulahem Bashamayim Ba'oret. Have you sworn to them by heaven and earth? In other words, had you made the Shavuot that you will look after their children and that you will, that you will make, give them many children taken to the land of Canaan, but you would have made it by swearing by heaven and earth, then Ayyisi Amar would have said, Kashem Shashemayim Ba'eretz Batalim, Kashuwaslo Batalim. 
just as heaven and earth will eventually finish, so your oath will finish. Now, to understand this, it's a very hard concept, but if one looks in the um, Gemara and Sanhedrin, Sadi Zion of Adalov, it talks as follows and says there will be 6,000 years, then the heaven and earth will finish, then there will be a thousand year gap, and then after that, we'll have Mashiach and Chesamesim and all the rest of it sort of thing. So we see the idea of heaven and earth as we know it finishing. So it says Moshe Rabbeinu, if you would have sworn in the name of heaven and earth, I would have said the same way that heaven and earth is going to finish. So the Shavuot of what you promised to make the children numerous and take them to the land of Tansu will also finish. The Akshav, however, now that you've sworn in your great name by saying, be Nishbati in me, just as your great name lives and carries on forever and ever, therefore your oath will endure forever and ever. Now, there's an obvious question here. I mean, is he playing around with words, Moshe Rabbeinu? Hapashporchu made a shvur, and he said, be nishmati. So had he not said be nishmati, but if he would have sworn in the name of Shemayim Ba'ore, does that mean he would not have had to keep his promise? Well, he's, you know, he's, he's like a defense barrister, Moshe Rabbeinu, he's trying to find every which way to make sure that Hashem does not destroy Kalal Yisrael. So in which way he's saying, so, ah, I understand, had you done it in Europe in the name of Shemayim Ba'ore, then you wouldn't have to kick your oath. But why? Even if you would have sworn in the name of Shemayim Ba'ore, surely Hashem would keep the, keep the oath that he had made. The answer is found in the Gemara of Brochus Daftada Domadala. If you, if you remember at that time that we asked a question that Hashem promised Yaakov Avinu and said, I will guard you wherever you go. Nevertheless, in Vayishlach, when Yaakov was getting ready to meet Esau, he said, Vayiro Yaakov. Yaakov was afraid. But the Gemara asked, why was he fr- afraid? He got a promise from Hashem that he would look after him. Answer is, Shemo Yigra Machait. He was worried that yes, when Hashem promised him to look after him, yeah, that was fine. He did that as long as they behave themselves accordingly. But what happens if Yaakov does a hate? He was worried that he might do a hate. And therefore the promise wouldn't apply. So here as well as the same thing. Sure, Hakushbaku made a promise, but that's only as long it's contingent upon the fact that Kalai Israel behaved themselves. But now that they haven't behaved themselves because they have been they've done the Avera, the Chet of the girl, so perhaps Hashem won't keep his own. Therefore, therefore Moshe Rabbein had to say, be Nishbad, but you swore by your own name. You swear by your own name, which exists forever and ever, you've got to keep your promise. Let's go a little bit further. But to Zabera Lehem, this is Moshe Rabbeinu continuing to speak to Moshe Rabbeinu, to, to uh, Hashem. But to Zabera Lehem, you said to them, Arbe Zarachem, I will increase your children to like the heaven, like the heaven, uh, like the stars in the heaven. And regarding the land which I said, 
Eten the Zarachen, I will give it to your children, but not Halula Island, they will inherit it forever. Now, this is Mashra Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem. To answer the Gemara, Hai Hashem Omarati, why does it say Omarati? Hashem Omartomi Boyale. If Mashra Rabbeinu is speaking to Hashem, and he is referring to the land, he should say the land which you promised to give to us. Not the land which I promised, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't promise it, Hashem promised it. So the apostle should say, Hashem Omartah, not Hashem Omartah. Answers the Gemara, Omar Rebbe Loza says, Rebbe Loza, Ad Kantere Talmud, Talmud become the Eilech Debreo Rav. This posuk is divided into two. If you look at the posuk, Batadaber Aleihem, Moshe Rabbeinu said, you spoke to them, I will increase your children like the stars of heaven. Full stop. That is Moshe Rabbeinu, end of speech. Now Hashem speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu and says, you know, you're right. And I'm going to give in to Kalal Yisrael. And therefore, the since it's Hashem speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, and therefore the land which I said, I will give to your children with the Cholula Island. So that explains it perfectly. However, the whole posuk is said by Moshe Rabbeinu. In that case, we have a problem. So why does he say, so he says, This is what Moshe said in front of the country. The words that you told me, go and tell Yisrael in my name. And Rashi says, This happened at the snare, the burning bush. It says, Go and gather the elders of Yisrael. And tell them, and tell them that I'm going to take them out, Mr. I'm, and tell them that I'm going to bring them to Canaan, and they will have many, many descendants. I went and told them that in your name. Now that you no longer intend to carry out that promise, what am I going to say to them? How can I tell them that the promise will not be fulfilled? So if we go back to the positive, now it makes sense. This is Moshe Rabbeinu talk, talking, which I said, because you told me to pass this on to Klal Yisrael, so I said it. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I said it to Klal Yisrael, because you told me to tell them, and I told them. Now, how am I going to go back to them after having told them that we are, that we are going to go to Eretz Canaan, that now you're not going to get your promise? So that explains the second chart. So it, we've nearly got, we're nearly stopping. We've got a few more minutes. Is there anyone who would like to ask any questions? Please don't be shy. No? Okay. In that case, we will go. Danny, you've got a question? Morris? No, I can't hear you in any case, so it just doesn't work. Let's go. Let, let, we've got another three minutes left. So let's just carry on. We now go, now having left the Egel, we now go to the sin of the Miraglim, of the spies. You know, the spies went to Eretz Yisrael and they came back and gave a very bad report about it. And again, again Hashem threatened to destroy Kalal Yisrael. 
And Moshe Rabbeinu again came to the defense of Klal Yisrael as a good leader would. And he said that if Hashem will destroy Yisrael, the nations would say as follows. Because Hashem lacks the ability and the prophet carries on to bring the people to the land of Canaan, he slaughtered them in the wilderness, in the Midbar. Ask the Gemara, Yochol Hashem Mibayale. Why does the Prophet say Mibilti Yechayles? It should say Yochol. And the two shot him on this. The Marshal says, Why do you say Hashem lacked the ability? That's a sort of an indirect way of saying it. It's much more direct to say Hashem was unable. Or the other shot is that Yechayles is a feminine form. So I'll tap at the end, it's like a feminine form, as we should see the Gemara will answer. Om Reb Loza, Reb Loza says, Om Ha'ashem Pnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ma'ashem Pnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rebainish Lailam. Ashav Yomro Umas Ha'alam. Now, if you will destroy Yisrael, the nations of the world will say, Tosh Ashkachet Kenekeva Ve'ena Yochel Ha'atzeh. His power has grown as weak as that of a woman, and therefore he is unable to save. That's why it says Yechaylas in a female way. Om HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ma'ashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Ma'ashem, hang on a minute. But they saw all the, the miracles that I did, the Esamakas in Mitzrayim, and the Kriyas Yamsov that I did, so they know full well what I'm capable of. So they're not going to turn out and say I haven't got the ability. He'd be the best defense barrister in any court of the land. Because he comes and answers and argues against Rabbi Shalom and says, I'm going to find That's not the ultimate test as to whether you did the Esamakas or you did the Kriyat Yamsas. Adan Yeshem Lama, they would still have room to say, Sorry, Yes, when it comes to one king, when it comes to Pharaoh, you can fight against Pharaoh. Sure, there's only one king. But he won't be able to fight against 31 kings. So this was Moshe Rabbeinu's time at Hashem. That people will say, because they're 31 kings and he lacks the ability to take them into, take Klai Yisrael into Eretz Canaan, therefore that's why we Yishchotem Bamidol. So that was the argument that Moshe Rabbeinu gave. And I think we've, re- we've reached our time, and I thank you very much. Shkayat.